tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast, season two, episode 11, after the double bye week. Uh, we had a little bit of schedule mishaps, so we are back now, and there's a lot of new people here, I'm going to assume, so welcome in. It's a fun show. We like to have fun here. We make fun of each other, and to do that, we're going to start with Jake, who two weeks ago took a week off of betting after going 0-10. <laughs> took last, last week, week off. Last week. Took last week off, but two weeks ago, he went 0-10. Uh, Schaefer, tell us a little bit about what went wrong. I mean, everything did, but tell us about what you saw from your 0-10 day a couple weeks ago. I know you're trying to forget, but just recap it quickly. No, it's kind of like everything I I looked at turned to stone. It was just like I could bet on – Kids in Medusa. Yeah, I could bet anything, and it just wasn't going to hit. Um. Yeah, tried everything from live bets to over-unders to uh, big Sounds favorites. Sounds like you dug a hole underdogs. deeper than you needed to be. Yeah, really overthought it. Dug back into the account, tried to put more money in. Just really uh, dug myself into a hole. And I I'm said, like 90% uh, sure half of what you said is taught and do not do like gambling 101. Yeah, Stay yeah, yeah. We learn, we learn from my in. mistakes. <laughs> we learn from my mistakes. Um, And then... Last week, I was just like, you know, it's a good time for me to reflect on my thoughts and uh, kind of what I'm doing as a better. So I respect the reset. I do. Yeah, I'm refreshed, ready to go. Back like you Love never it. left. Um, the other side is here. That is Jordan. Uh, JP, how are we? And how was your betting weekend's last couple weeks? I know this weekend went well. Uh, yeah, one to know. Last weekend. <laughs> The week before was not good, but I lost a lot really close. Uh, I think I believe I went two and four that week, maybe two and five. I can't remember exactly uh, losing a week, but a lot of it was close. A couple I would keep the same side on uh, a couple that were just pure wrong, but we're going to try to get back on the horse here and really find some. I hated the board last week. And so I'm indifferent this week. So I don't know if it's a good or bad sign. Love it. Okay. Let's go to the final side. Reese. Uh, if you can remember, how did two weeks ago and last week go, and how are yeah. you doing? Most of all, how are you doing? Don't worry, I got my stats pulled up. I'm good. I'm happy to be back with friends, uh, talking football and you know all this stuff. But two weeks ago, I went two and three. Um, that Baylor over was probably the easiest bet I think I had all year. I think it hit in the third quarter with like 12 minutes left. Um, but then I had the Vanderbilt Georgia under, and then Florida absolutely whomped LSU didn't see that one coming and then um tailed UNC and Mississippi State and then last week I just took took it off didn't really look at the board too much um just was like I'm just gonna have a weekend like Jacob like I'm just gonna have a weekend where I can kick back relax and just watch watch football and not uh get mad at the game where if I'm gambling on it and stuff isn't going my way I can just relax you know so ready to get back at it looked at the board this week I got a few lines that I like and ready to get back to it Love that. Okay. Um, my last couple of weeks have been actually pretty good. I went two and one two weeks ago, hit on a parlay, uh, first time of the year. And then last week I went two and oh, and it was Oklahoma State's money line against Texas, which was a sweat along with uh, over 54 and a half in the TCU and Kansas State game, which I felt really good about the whole time. 
Um, the parlay was Clemson and North Carolina, and North Carolina, honestly, I thought was going to lose to Duke. So it's one of those ones out, but turning things around. Duke had a big win this week, too. So we'll talk about it, I'm sure. Yeah, fuck that. Okay, let's jump into it. Uh, JP came up with a new controversial topic, which honestly could lead to some arguments because it is very opinionative. Um, let's talk about our go-to tailgate drinks. Let's let Jordan lead it off and kind of outline what he wants us to do when thinking about this. But J- JP, what is your go-to drink? So what made me think about this was a couple of things. Have you guys heard of a bloody beer? Yes. Or a yes. bloody Mary. Reese, Schaefer, ever heard of a bloody beer? Bloody, bloody Mary. Mary. Okay. Well, Middle juice bloody- in the beer, I'm guessing. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Or like your Bloody wow. Mary mix at a beer. That and real I quick. was not – I had never had one. I took great. a sip of one. Not, I just don't know if I'm a, not a tomato juice fan or what, but it was just not good. But then, have you ever heard of Beer Mosa? Yes. Yeah. Electric. Beer with orange juice? Yep, absolutely electric. <laughs> and so I was thinking, smart, like, Reese. in the morning, do you guys have, like, for – let's say you're going to a – 2.30 kick and your tailgating started at like 9 a.m. Do you guys have like a progression or are you drinking the same thing the entire time? You plan Well, once out? you get to me, I'll answer that for you. I, I do. I'm drinking straight rumplements the whole time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was going to be involved in there, but no. Nothing before 11 a.m. Nothing before 11 a.m.? No, See, no rumplements before 11 a.m. I'm sorry. No, I, I'm drinking. Yeah, that's I'm probably drinking. a smart rule to have. No rumble miss. Rubby before eleven a.m. is probably a good rule to have. I definitely <laughs> see myself seven like seven p.m., but that's just me. <laughs> I see myself usually staying with one thing through the whole tailgate. Like if I'm doing Captain and Coke, I'm doing it the whole time. Or if I'm doing <laughs> a lot of beer, time I'm doing beer the whole time. Coke. I'll just yeah, I know, but, but like I, I feel like if I keep switching, it just makes things worse. I would rather drink one thing the whole time. I'm just saying, if you're going to drink liquor that whole time for a tailgate, you can have a lot of captain. Well, I'll answer that for you. Um, All of my Saturdays, this entire football season has consisted of one thing. Um, I've drank high noons for probably two months straight every Saturday. And whether it be uh, 11 o'clock kick or whether it just be at my own house, yeah, I think a high noon is – Fantastic. Are you a walking ad? I might be. You're a walking ad. Yeah, sponsor us, High Noon. I dare you. Yeah. I dare you. I know you're listening out there. Wouldn't be mad if we got a sponsorship, but yeah, I just think it's like the most perfect tailgate drink you could probably have. It's simple. <laughs> it's fantastic. This sounds like got, a shit I'll, ad. I'm not gonna lie. He just like starts like, well, High Noon. It's the only seltzer I'll probably drink anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I like truly. It tastes great. It's refreshing, and I like him. It's more monotone than that, JP. Yeah. It's. I've been drinking it for two months. They're so good. I really enjoy them. Uh, okay, Reese, give us your go-to tailgate drink. I mean, if I would, I haven't been to a tailgate since Nebraska. Reese, sure don't overthink it. All right. What? Something I'm with give, pink. I was going to give you the answer, and you had to interrupt me, man. <laughs> I would just drink probably. I'd probably probably find some beer and just drink that the whole time. Yeah, see, I Coors Light. Give me like Coors Light. Ice cold Coors <laughs> nice, Light. Nice, nice Coors Light. I like that. I like that. Coors Light. Simple, man. simple man, simple uh, man, right there. Easy to please. Maybe even, maybe even in bottles, so people know how fucking. Cool <laughs> Ooh, a pint. 
Yeah. Now you take bottles. bottles. No. Glass take bottles. bottles to it. No. Uh, no. The pint. No. No. For Coors, you got to go pints. Coors, you got to go pints. I'll go pints. We'll meet in the middle. No bottles at tailgates. Come on. Don't be that guy that brings glass to the tailgate. I, I feel like a big part of this is whether or not you can drink in the stadium because I think both of you can, right? Iowa State and Iowa beers. Yeah, you yeah. can't. So I feel like I don't – I feel less obligated to drink beer at a tailgate because I don't have to drink beer when I get into the game. Yeah. Um. So I would say most That's of the fair. time I start with a mimosa all morning and then I go to water for a little bit before the game because I have to drink water the entire game and then go back to whatever the hell I want. I don't have to stay with it. So I feel like that's a big part of that. Dude, you can hit like beer moses, like do a little orange juice and beer mixture, and then like just roll into the beer world. I've never yeah. tried that. I honestly... You don't need a lot, just like half a shot of orange juice in your beer. Life-changing in the morning. I like red beers too. I know you said you didn't like them, but there was there's a new one out there. It's like an Old Bay Seasoning tomato juice but it's like an old bay mix so it's got a little spice to it it's pretty good a half um, you say a half a shot of orange juice in like an entire beer can like a, yeah you don't need much yeah but that's like that's, that's not even the point i feel like that's just a blue moon you don't do half and half I feel like, <laughs> i'm not saying you would do half and half but like a half a shot is like that's i'm saying like a shot shot you don't need to do a lot like a parsing <laughs> is this a blue moon like the point is you don't need a lot to change the blue flavor. moons are also fantastic. The orange juice is great drink. Strong. What do you call I would I would drink a blue moon at eight a.m. Fuck no, I'm I not like an alcoholic. Moon. Nobody judge me. That's gross. Okay, gross. I like it. I like that. Bloody uh, beer. Fair enough. My mom drinks those. So it sounds like I knew beer was going to be the collective answer, but we are just adding shit, throwing shit at beers here. <laughs> I mean, does anybody drink just normal Pickle drinks beers. here? Cooper loves high noons. I, he loves it. Pickle beer. Pickle beer. Like, please give me any me. pack. Doesn't matter. What's a, a pickle, pickle beer? Oh, bro. Change your life is what it'll do. Bro. Yeah. yeah. JP, I it's think just, you drink too much. No, you throw like a pickle spear and a little pickle juice. No. You want beer? Do, I'll teach oh. you how to drink too much. No, you just drink it's called, it's called how, what, hey, Let me tell you what goes better than uh, what goes great with an 0 and 10 weekend. Demolishing an eight pack of high noons in the span of like two or three hours. It was great. I was going to say apple pie moonshine, but that's just me. Ooh, that's good too. Ooh, I'm not hopefully, trying to black out. Hopefully, yeah, we maybe don't pair I that with the I don't know. <laughs> maybe I am. I don't know. I would say we watching like, the Tiger Woods comeback video would hype me to fuck up for that. 36 jars of that stuff ready to roll, baby. We may or may not yeah, used to sure. sling. We used to sling moonshine across our college campus <laughs> so i feel like that's a little throwback action out Moonsh- of JP moonshine's there. a loose term it's basically apple juice <laughs> and like apple cider and vodka and it's a not, shitload of liquor it's not like yeah not your uh backwoods up in the high country moonshine it doesn't put hair on your chest when you drink it we'll say that it might it might <laughs> I, I had to buy it. this thing called a rocket fuel it's like an iowa grain alcohol because they didn't have they had Everclear, but it was cheaper to buy. It's called Rocket Fuel. <laughs> that can't sounds be good. Like, sounds like poison. <laughs> that be good. Poison. Sounds, like you po- proof. sounds like you poisoned somebody. Oh, no. It's 151 proof, baby. It's ready to roll. I feel like that comes with the name. Like anything you put fuel in that you're supposed to drink <laughs> is just not going to be good. Are you supposed to huff it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you can. You smoke the drink. <laughs> you open the Okay. All right, let's go back to football, I guess. We uh, talked about alcohol. 
Now let's go to football, a perfect pairing. So let's go to our top five. Um, the Associated Press rankings came out for week nine, and there were some questionable decisions, as always. So let's let Schaefer lead us off with his top five, and then we'll go down the line and argue it out because I feel like JP's still going to stick to his roots with somebody not being in. Uh, I don't want to be all right, fine. I'm going to make it quick. Uh, I will go Michigan, Alabama, Clemson, oh, oh, Georgia, Ohio State from five Wait, to one. Was that, was that one oh, to five, or did you, are you just naming your five to, one, five to one? Five to one, five to one, five to one. Holy okay, moly. Say that, that again? Crazy. Michigan, Michigan number one. No, fuck that. I said Michigan at five, Alabama at four. Uh, I said Clemson at three. Uh, then I said Georgia at two, Ohio State at one. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow. Any, 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 everybody mad at me for being SEC biased there? Or? No, I think, I don't think you, I think Alabama. I disagree. I disagree with one of, I, I disagree with the spot of one of them. Which was that? I think you're right. Uh, Clemson. You guys remember right. when it's, Jordan Jordan didn't want Al or Georgia in like his top six three weeks ago? They were six. <laughs> I still Whatever. don't think that's that oh, crazy at all. I'll go. I'll go. Ohio State, Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, Bama. I did forget about Tennessee. Didn't clean. I'll go Ohio State, Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, Alabama, Clemson. That okay. would be, yeah. Yeah. Are you doing five or six? I think I did six, but I just wanted to make six, sure yeah. that Clemson's in there, but they are six for sure. They're not in Clyde, the top. I don't think Clyde had a really good point about Clemson that kind of has steered my opinion about them. JP. All right, Ohio State's number one. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, two, because they have the better mm-hmm. win. Georgia, three. Bama, four. Clemson, five. I don't think uh, Clemson's just not. I don't know if they're Michigan out completely? Teams. Yep, as of now. Compared to Clemson? Uh, I don't know. I, that's how I see it. I, I think – you with I still not sold on that Michigan team quite yet. Uh, I think if you look at the Penn State game, they did handle it. They did play really well. I just don't know. I don't know. I just don't know how that's going to translate later in the year. I don't know if we're going to get the same Michigan team last year that's just going to run all over Ohio State, or if we're going to get a Michigan team that you know we find out. I was going to say a lot of this will be answered. So all this will be answered by the end of the year because Ohio State has to play Michigan. Tennessee still has to play Georgia. Alabama, I'm assuming, is still going to make the title, uh, the conference title. They're going to either play Georgia or Tennessee again. Um, so Clemson is going to be Clemson. I, I think Clemson. Yeah, they'll run the table. They have the game. easiest stat there, but I mean, we'll talk about that. It's game to later, dude, But literally, Syracuse should have had that game. Mm-hmm. Seems uh, biased. Turnovers, man. <laughs> Simple turnovers. JP, my question to you is are you so you're valuing you're saying that Alabama's loss is better than any of 
Michigan's wins because they haven't lost. Because you had Michigan completely out and Alabama in the playoff. I have them as just a better team. This is less resume driven. Okay. More eye test what I believe. Got uh, it. If this was resume driven, you would definitely put uh, Alabama lower, Michigan higher, and that stuff. I just think eye test. I don't see. I don't see it. That's just where I I kind of see everything. Like it has to be, in my opinion, definitive. And I don't think it's definitive with Michigan yet. And so I'm not ready to put them in the top four. That's fair. That is fair. Just wonder reasoning. Yeah, and and I, maybe Penn State. Is, I think Penn State's still good, but maybe they're not the team we thought they were. Right? Like if they're not going to oh, get God, no. Sean Clifford, if they're not going to get a better showing, they're probably. On the back probably end, probably the third best team. So, yeah, I mean, probably in the East. They have probably the third right? best team. Well, I mean, do you think they like if they were to go to a Big Ten title game and it's probably going to be Illinois on the other side? Do you think they'd be? Do you think they could? It'd be it would be a competitive game with Illinois. Penn State, and Illinois. Like that, yeah, that would be. A, I feel like that'd be a close spread. That that spread might be. I don't know. Yeah, three, just with four. the styles they play, but I do think yeah, Penn exactly. State's a better team complete team uh, at least the Penn State moves the football uh Illinois does not very well unless Chase Brown's running it so Cowboy, okay out of the dude guy won't lay down <laughs> let's recap uh, a couple things let's start with us let's go to the draft really fast our draft that we did at the beginning of the year way back when we need to repost the graphics so kind of everybody can see it again but we picked teams snake style draft to win the conference, and we assigned points to each team where they were preseason ranked. Ooh. And then the highest total number of points at the end of the year wins. Here is the update on that. Um, who feels the best about where they're at after re-looking at your teams today? I think I have so, a couple. I, here, so I think I have a couple. Teams with still in contention. We'll start with mine because it's the farthest on the left. Alabama still in contention. Clemson. Oregon. Uh, Coastal, UAB, Toledo, and I don't know if Air Force is still in the mix of that. I don't know the exact standings on that. They are not. So I think I have one, two, four, seven, around 10 points possible still. I could still get 10. If everything goes perfect, 10. Parks, Kansas State. Yes. That's a five-pointer. It's a big that's deal. A great, that's a great pick still alive there. Georgia for that two. That loss last week hurt, though. So give me, so give me. Georgia for two. Yes. Uh, Cincinnati for one. Yes. And I think that's... Louisiana. I don't think they're... I don't think they are... They're raging in the Sun Belt right now. They are not good. They're two and two in the conference with South Alabama and Troy with only one yeah. loss in the conference. Currently, um, I don't. And I use out LaTeX yeah. out, Wisconsin's out, Washington's out, and Wake Forest. I'm yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, not if everybody's teams fall through. That's how it happened last year. Everybody's teams fell through late. Reese, Oklahoma State for three. That's still oh, got I. life. It's got life. UCLA for three with life. UCF Michigan. for two. That's got life. Michigan for two. Life. Uh, believe that you still have your UTSA with some life in it. I don't know how much life UTSA's you have. UTSA's first. 
UTSA is first in the conference, so yeah. Oh, it's not pulling up. If that all happens. That's eleven right there. Yeah. So need a lot of stuff to go. Need a lot of stuff to go right now. And then, so you guys Jay- have a lot of gambles, but I'm looking at. No, a I don't have very sure many gambles. My end. I have Alabama, Clemson, Oregon, Coastal, Toledo, UAB. I think those are solid. Mine are, mine is a stretch. Mine's a stretch. I need Utah. Mine. Utah, Ohio State. I think Boise State, their only slip-up was fucking – actually, UTEP was uh, – both of their losses are out of conference. So, yeah, they're they're doing really well. Um, Western Kentucky, eh, I do not – I don't think Miami of Ohio is in it. I'm pretty sure they're pretty bad. Ole Miss has life. One yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not giving Ole Miss. I'm, like, I'm not I, – I, I get it has life, but I'm not going to – they really acknowledge so, it. They're not fucking. Weird. I mean, losing the way they just did last week, probably, probably tough. They got to go. Ole Miss, Miss, Utah, Ohio State. I feel good about. I could get three guarantee. I feel like I could get three guaranteed points of Utah, Ohio State, and Boise's looking fucking good right now too. So, we are kind of. I mean, I think I have the most in contention, but not for a lot of points. Like a lot of mines are ones and like a two. There's some fives out there and threes out there that can cause a lot of havoc. Because last year, I'm pretty sure Parks won because of Somebody what he hit on pit. a four. Wasn't it Pitt or something? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Parks hit on a four to three, and that's what won it last year. And yeah, was, Pitt, Pitt had four. Yeah, I mean, I got, two, I got two threes that are reasonable, and then the, the twos are doable. Three, I'd feel good with if I'm racing <laughs> about Oklahoma State. I would feel very good about Oklahoma State. He's got to feel good about Michigan too. UCLA, UCLA for a Kito, comeback. Yeah. Chip Kelly's going to Chip Kelly's going to get twice. Come on. UCLA like Come on. holds their own. He's Come got on. Two teams that control their destiny in that conference. UCLA and UCF, both of those control everything. Uh, if they just win games, they'll be at least in the game. In the time. I would say well, Cincinnati, Cincinnati. But they play yeah. Cincinnati this weekend. Oh yeah, I know. So, we could get into that. All right. <laughs> Ready? Yes. Let's go. To it. Yeah, let's go to really quickly, just because we've missed two weeks. Let's talk about last week and the week before games that we think we should mention. Um, where do you guys sit with these games? Like, obviously, Alabama gets beat by Tennessee. More, probably one of the better football games we'll see in our lifetimes. Um, what did you guys take away from that game? Do you think Tennessee's for real? Do you think it's still, still kind of shaky? Um, I've heard a lot of different opinions, so let's just touch on our very quickly. Jordan? Shave? Uh, I mean, I was such say, a giving I, podcast. Everybody waits for somebody else. Jacob? Yeah, I mean, I think Tennessee's rolling right now. Um, we're going to really find out how how good this football team is is when, when they go to Athens in two weeks. Uh, but mm-hmm. they – they don't have a look pass game this weekend with Kentucky either. Uh, offensively, they are top five in the country. I think Hendon Hooker's as good as it gets uh, at the quarterback position, and Jalen Hyatt's a stud at receiver. But defensively, ugh, man, they give up a lot of yards. They rank 104th in the country in total yards given up. So, and they don't take away the ball either. I think the defense could hurt them, but. That would be like a team in the college football playoff. Like if Michigan was matched up against them, I'd be like, it's it's not like Michigan-Georgia last year. I think like Michigan could very well beat that football team if they met in the college football playoff. Hmm. Love it. JP? 
I don't know. I I still wonder about a couple things with them, right? Like you have to worry about is their ability to not turn the ball over and hit consistently big plays and then just outscore everybody sustainable? It's hard to say yes, but we've seen teams do it with Alabama in 2020, uh, LSU in 2019, just outscore people, right? Neither one of those teams had very good defenses at all. Uh, but were they better than this defense? Yeah, probably. They probably didn't rank at the hundreds. They were probably 80s or 90s. But there are things when you look at Tennessee that you say, are you getting a little too big for your britches at this point in time? Like you had your big win. Now you have to go to Athens. They're not coming to you now. That's an environment that's tough to play in against a team who traditionally doesn't beat itself and a team that just is coming off a high and they feel kind of forgotten about at this point in time, right? Like there's not a lot of Georgia talk anywhere, uh, whether that's college football podcast that's on ESPN, if that's in the articles you're reading. There's like mentions of them, but they're not outlining Georgia anymore, right? They're outlining Tennessee. They're outlining the Big 12 and how crazy is USC, Michigan, Ohio State. And Georgia's just – Quite, they're number one in the land, but nobody talks that's like they said, are. So that's what I said a couple uh, weeks ago. I'm like, you fuck around, and you're gonna find out. So <laughs> we'll see. And then if who knows, maybe maybe they do show up and get better on defense, and you know, make a couple plays because that's all they really need if they can continue to score the way one or two plays. Right? Can Stetson Bennett when they play make every play and avoid turnovers? Because if you give turnovers, we see how quick they'll flip that around. Right? Uh, that's interesting. I think. On the flip side, Alabama's fine, man. They'll be just fine. I do think that they uh, were just uh, realistically probably, I don't know if I can say should have won that game because they had a chance to win it with that field goal. But it is tough to see you miss a field goal and then, then walk down the field and score beat you. But I don't think – a lot of times either Alabama got up, Tennessee answered right away. And so I think that's more of a testament to Tennessee than it is Alabama because Alabama can't put people away and it's kind of shown that all year. So we'll see what they do here in the coming weeks. When you look at Bryce Young, that dude is unreal. His ability to move in the pocket, to extend plays, to make throws on the run, to make the unorthodox ball. It's just uncanny. I like I, you haven't seen anything like it in a while. And as long as he's under center and they've got Gibbs and they've got, I don't know, they don't have burden. I, 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 yeah, I guess they don't have burden. Uh, uh, it's Alabama. Power, right, yeah. power right in the kisser. Yeah. As long as <laughs> it doesn't matter. Know, they will get better on defense. That won't happen again. You guarantee if they walk into Atlanta and they see Tennessee again, I doubt that happens. You're not going to see. Secondary got lit up. Lit up. Lit up. But I, man, if you could. But another thing too was like Will Anderson. Will Anderson, he didn't like you never. How much? How often did you hear his name get called in that game? Well, the ball was out of Hendon Hooker's hands like that. I mean, it was. I know. Snap be, ball. Snap ball. Playmaker. I think. Uh, I think people adjust though. I mean, you kind of saw last year in the SEC title game, Bryce Young absolutely lit up that Georgia defense that we thought was all world, mm-hmm. and then they turned it around three weeks later and shut down Bryce Young, who we we all think is a one in a generation talent at the collegiate level, at least. Um, so I think that if Alabama saw them again, I don't, I'm not concerned that Hen and hooker would go for four and they'd again. still be favored. Just, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Alabama would be favored if they played again today. Yep. Probably by four. I'm just taking you over in that game. That's when I have fun. Watching I bet it. you it's inflated 
as shit. I bet it's like 65 70. and a half, 70. Mm. Just like ridiculous. Don't care. Speaking I'm taking of, it. Speaking of over-unders, Doesn't I'm pretty matter. sure USC Arizona is like a 76 over-under. Yep. What? Spoiler alert. got that on my board. Ugh. Um, Not the over. Other games to talk about. Uh, Parks, did you have any more? I was just going to say Pac-12 might be – little crazier than we expected with actual good football and not just weirdness. They're just like the Big 12. People are just going to beat each other. One team in particular I want to talk about was obviously TCU, who's kind of on this magical run, but Oklahoma State TCU two weeks ago, uh, that was a crazy game. Went to overtime. I hit on the over in that game just because of overtime. Um, But is TCU for real? That's another team we kind of got to talk through that conference is so back and forth. I know Schaefer's giving me the eyes like what a fucking moron for even saying that. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, how? What do you mean by for real? Like, what do you think is for real? I don't like, know. I just feel like top sixteen. I feel like the Big Twelve is doing what the Pac twelve normally does and beats up on each other. So, like, you can't yeah. tell with what team is far and away better. Right? Um, is TCU that team? TCU is good. I I think that they have one of the better weapons in the country in Quentin Johnson. I think Max Duggan is he's fine. He's definitely mm-hmm. one of the better half of the quarterbacks in the conference but i mean man they're they're, if they're dude they're an adrian martinez hell they're a will howard injury away from not winning that game at home last week i mean tough blow for k-state going with their third string and the kid you can tell he got off the bus and he did not expect to play that football game um i think tcu's good though i mean they've had a hell of a stretch i mean what did they have they had college game day in lawrence they had to survive they had They'd beaten the doors off Oklahoma the week before. They survived that overtime game against Oklahoma State. And kudos to them. They cut a break against uh, K-State with those injuries. Um, we'll see if they keep it going. They still got Texas on their schedule uh, and Texas Tech. So we'll see. I, I, I don't think they're going to run the table. Like I think every it's like the old Pac-12. We're all going to shoot each other in the foot and get nobody in the playoff, which is fine. I think it's more fun that way. I really do. That's four ranked teams, four straight weeks they beat. That's pretty impressive. I don't think anybody yeah. else in the country done it this year. Not to yeah. mention that Oklahoma State game, they were 17 points down in the third yeah. quarter. It'll be one of those things where none of them make the playoff and they're all going to have their full teams and they'll just beat the doors off everybody in the bowl games because nobody's going to give a shit. Mm-hmm. But all the Big 12 teams will be healthy and fully ready to go and after beating each other all year. So, What happens if, what happens if TCU runs the table – in the Clemson runs the table. You have to put those two in, don't you? TCU goes in before Clemson. I mean, I'm saying TCU, TCU runs the table. Clemson runs the table. Those are, those are two conference champions, both undefeated. And then say fucking uh, uh, Alabama wins the complete, like the whole SEC. And then like me. Georgia, like what the fuck happens there? Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. You, holy fuck. All right. Here's your scenario, right? Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, all are in. Okay, those three. Okay, you can. You have to put one more team in. A one-loss Michigan, whose only loss would be to Ohio State, but didn't make a Big Ten title. A one-loss Tennessee, whose only loss would be to Georgia, who's in the playoff. A one-loss Pac-12 champion or a one-loss Big Twelve champion. What if Big Twelve goes undefeated? I feel like that's that's the, not the scenario. Yeah. I mean, in that scenario, going off resume, you still put Bama in, right? No, because Bama would have two losses. They would have they would have lost to Tennessee and the SEC title. Yeah, Bama, no. 
Um, so a one loss Michigan. A, one loss Michigan, okay. A one loss Tennessee, a one loss Pac-12 champ, at this case would be a USC or an Oregon, and a one loss Big 12 champ who could be... Well, if it's uh, Oregon, they're not going to do that. Dave, it could be TCU. It could be... Does Oklahoma State only have one loss? Yeah. yeah. And then that's it, right? Yep. Yeah. Texas won't be in. I mean, if you're gonna if, if if you're gonna go with Oregon winning the Pac-12, then no, they won't. Did I you doubt say Clemson runs the table, Jordan? I'm sorry. Or did you say they have a loss? Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson—they're all in. Those so I'm gonna assume oh, okay. that all three okay. of those go undefeated okay. because okay. other scenarios wouldn't fall in place. Yeah, Clemson's in. They won the ACC. They're undefeated. Ohio State's in. Undefeated won the Big Ten. Georgia's in. Undefeated won the SEC. So, so Tennessee gets beat by Georgia. And Alabama that, that wouldn't work. The They'd have to get beat by Alabama in the SEC title. Not if they get beat by Georgia in two weeks. Georgia, because it's for Georgia's the Georgia's in the SEC East. For the Georgia East. would. You saw would this with uh, basically Georgia and Alabama last Georgia year. Would, where, Georgia would win the East by beating Tennessee, and then Georgia would beat. I would Alabama love to see it. I would love to see it. Um, but it would have to be Tennessee losing by like 30 points for them to be out of the conversation. They will be in. No. Yeah, if they would Tennessee, be in. They get in at three. Yeah, if Tennessee goes to Georgia and loses by seven, ten points, they're going in so over all those teams. So you're saying they would take out two conference champions that only have yep. one loss. Yep. Even even in Oregon, I'm not school, saying I would. I'm just saying I know what would happen. I understand that, but do you think a Michigan team that let's say Michigan gets beat at the buzzer by Ohio State and Tennessee loses SEC. by five? SEC, SEC. That's wow. it'll, 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 you're asking the same thing, but it's like it's history, man. I don't know. I, I would I like you to have to put a Pac-12, a Big Twelve champion in. And here's I the thing. Here's my argument with Michigan. SEC. Here's my argument with Michigan. Man, I'm sorry. You can't fucking play UConn, Colorado State, and whoever FCS cupcake you played. Hawaii. Yeah, that's 100. I mean, give me a them. break. I mean, come on now. Yeah. That would hurt them. I, I do think that would hurt them. I think the Big 12 one would be fine because uh, I do think the Big 12 is solid. So those wins yeah. are big. Like Reese just said, you or TCU beating four ranked teams in a row, it's going to matter. That'll be RPI. That'll be uh, just strength schedule, things like that. A one-loss Tennessee, you do get the bias. You do get saying it is Georgia who, in this scenario, would be one or two in the playoff rankings. We're going to assume one. And then Ohio State two, Clemson three, and you're four. Ah oh, man, I what about vote for one of those? Conference it depends teams, on that title games goes, dude. I think Ohio State might be the one seed by the end of the season. I don't think they have because no, because Georgia would have to go through Tennessee, who will be ranked in the top five. Alabama okay, yeah, might be yeah, ranked yeah, in the yeah, top yeah. five at that point in time. Now let's say Alabama loses to Ole Miss and Ole Miss goes, then we're yeah. kind of. Completely different situation. Muddy water. But uh yeah, that's where it gets hurt. I just think that's a really interesting look at it because it's not that crazy of a scenario. It truly isn't. The craziest part of all this, I think, would be a one loss Big Twelve champ just with the way the conference is gone, right? Yeah. Wait, would not the craziest part be didn't you say a one loss Oregon? Yeah. Or one loss Oregon whose loss is to Georgia. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, if it if it if it's Oregon, no too, way yeah. they'll put them in. But if it's USC, I bet they might put it. Like, like but they I, wouldn't I play. More USC would not play Oregon until the Pac-12 title game. 
And so you yeah, and then, and then UFC and then UFC title. beats Oregon. I yeah, still I think, think Oregon has a chance, even if they win out like as a one-loss like team. Yeah, I, I think know. it needs to be a conference champ in that situation. I do. I'm sorry. I don't care. I understand why the SEC is better in some aspects. It's a little tougher at the top end. But we can't do this thing where we no longer value winning conferences, bro, especially when the Pac-12 has gotten better this year. We always shit on the Pac-12. So I feel like that's a valid compliment, right? That's low yeah, on my bone. I would agree. The Big 12 is solid, and they've shown that. You had uh, Texas go up against Alabama and near, uh, nearly beat them. You had other things around the country where they're making noise and they're playing good football. It's not like you turn into a Big 12 game like you are in the Big 10 West, and you're like, wow, all these teams are so close, right? No, it's not shit football. They're playing good <laughs> football, and they're playing majority of one side of the football, but – there are teams that can do both. And so I would rather see a conference champion in there as fun as it would be to see Rocky top play for a national title. We got to stop. I just think we have to put more value into winning your conference. Right. All right. What's everybody's picks then? Who's your four right now? Yeah. Right now. Right now. Oh, shoot. I gotta go first. Okay. Ohio state one, Georgia two, Clemson three, USC four. Jesus Christ, get off the fucking USC dick. I'm going to think it be a fun matchup. A USC-Ohio State, when was the last time we ever saw that? That would be fun. I'm that just saying that's fun. not going to happen. That would Dude, be a point goal. Reese, that would be a if you were on the committee and that happened, Tennessee, like their fans would literally find you and fuck you up. They would kill you. Win a right now. Title. Win a conference title, boys, and I'll listen to you. No, you're saying I, right now. Who was for Reese? Yeah. You know what's really? I'm, pred- I'm predicting. You know what's really? I'm, no, I'm saying at the end of the year. My, my, my four at the end of the year. I'm not saying right now. I'm saying oh, my you're final picking four that. at the end of the season. Yeah. Oh. I'm four at the end of the season. You know what really fuck it up? Is if Tennessee wins in Athens next week, then that just really fuck everything up. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Kind of. I mean. Presumably, it's the same I'm, situation. It, it, they just flip Tennessee. Spots. No, unless, really. so, unless unless te- unless Tennessee would then win the title, and then they just they take Georgia's spot. It's the same. It's the same thing, guys. It's it, it's two teams that are the exact same team at this point in time. Whatever no, because you were assuming out, get the you were no 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 no. It's not because you were assuming Georgia beat Alabama again. If Alabama okay. beats Tennessee, you have three teams with one loss. Okay, but yeah. it's the same situation. Because if Tennessee, Tennessee beats Georgia. loses to Georgia and then Georgia like loses to Alabama, everybody has one but, loss too. It's the same situation. Just team. You didn't say that. You said you said undefeated no. Georgia. No, but they I did. know for the situation. I said for the situation. Yes, but it is the same exact outcome. We'd be having the same discussion. We have three one-loss SEC teams. This is all for nothing because Kentucky's going to beat Tennessee. <laughs> Wait, this is all wait, no, it was at Knoxville with those blackout jerseys. Fuck no! Give me not. Give me the. Give me the. Volunteers you ever heard of the UT Martin Hangover, buddy? It's <laughs> real. All right, all right. Let's uh, go to picks. Let's go to yeah, picks. Let's probably should do that. Okay. Gonna, nobody's giving their prediction for the end of the year like me. All right, fine. Fuck me. I'm the only one. I wrote your right. so, so we can fuck on you. Yeah. All right. Uh, when it's right, huh? Quickly, all right, fuck. I now I feel bad. Quickly, Jafer, last four teams in end of the year, your pick right now. Go. Don't roll your eyes at me. End the uh, seeds. Let's go. Oh, fuck. Let's go. Oregon runs the table. Fine. Oregon 
uh, Clemson, Georgia, Ohio State. Oregon at one? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Bo Nixon in uh, charge. I'll go Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Oklahoma State. That'd be fun. Cle- Oklahoma State fucks it up every That'd year. That'd be fun. Would you say Georgia, Clemson? Yeah. Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson, Oklahoma State. We're all going to have the same first three. Our fourth is going to be different. Are you stretching to give yours? Jay, yep. going to go – Jim's going to go Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee. False. <laughs> Ohio State, one, two. Oh, this gets hairy. This gets hairy. Say quickly. He's on the second yeah. pick. Oh, yeah. fuck, no, this gets hairy. oh, fuck, this gets hairy university in it, too. Think... Oh, man, I'll take. <laughs> You're not actually think... on the committee, Jordan. It's just a guess. I, I think. <laughs> Here's what I think happens. I think Georgia beats Tennessee at home, but then I think Georgia loses to Alabama. So that would give me three three loss SEC schools. Uh, Quickly. Yeah. So <laughs> I think they would put a one loss SEC title. So we'll put Bama two, Clemson three. And I think four, uh, they would go. Man, I do think Georgia. that you're going to get a Georgia again. School. No, I think you're going to get a Pac-12 school. Uh, So I will take USC in that spot. I don't love it, but I feel like that's what's going to happen. That's what I'd like to see happen. I'm hating something different, Jordan. I like that out of you. I don't don't think you're going to get an undefeated SEC champion. I think USC could run the table. Run the table's loose. I think they win out. and I think Clemson by default for some bullshit. I don't think they're one of the four best teams in America, but when the ACC you get in, I guess. I don't think they are either, but they're going to get in. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go to the important part, what everybody's here for. Uh, 42 minutes in, this is this is why you're here, okay? Uh, let's go week nine picks. Is it week nine or week ten? Nine. Week ten? Nine. Niner. Nine, that's Niner. what I thought. I was right the first time Niner. I knew it. Um, okay, let's go round table style as always. Uh, how many picks does everybody have just so I can order it? Five or Three. six. Three. I have four. You have five or six. Okay. We'll start with Shafe, then go to me, then to Jordan, and then to Reese to round us out, and then back to the top, so on and so forth. Jake, lead us off. Let's go. Sure. Yeah, I'm just going to not going to put a bunch of science behind any of these picks this week. I think anything I've learned from the last that. two weeks – is just going to be pick it and go with it. First one, I'm going to take Wake Thanks. Forest on the road. I like this number continuing to come down. It is at minus three and a half currently at Louisville. Uh, I just think that this is a probably the best quarterback in the conference uh, going on the road to a struggling Louisville team that's been so up and down this season. But Wake has been steady on the road. They've been steady all year. Uh, and I think I've won a couple with them. So give me the Demon Deacons. Love it. Okay. I'll give one of my four. I'm going to start off with the boring one. I'm going to take FIU plus the six and a half at home against our La Tech Bulldogs. La Tech gives up way too many big plays. So FIU has been hot coming off a homecoming win. I will take FIU plus six and a half. We're taking Yuck. FIU plus the points at home. <laughs> Yuck. Gross. I don't think I know anything about Florida Inter- International, International University. They gave, I almost said inter, I almost said inter, they lost the Western Western Kentucky's. They lost to Western Kentucky seventy-three to nothing this year. 
So what? Bad week. You ever heard of it? You ever heard of a bad week? Oregon didn't play well week one. Look at them. I'll take FIU plus the points. They're going to win by 10. La Tech is not good. La Tech gave up like five plays over 70 yards to North Texas. FIU's got some explosion on the edge. Give me FIU. All you need to know, Reese, since you've never watched them, they're going to cover six and a half this weekend. That's all you need to know. Love that. JP. I'll take USC minus the 15 and a half, I think I saw that. Last I saw that. Put me on that. Put me on that. Yeah. USC minus 15 and a half against Arizona. Uh, Arizona's just not a good football team. They do score a little bit, but their defense is atrocious. Uh, And if we've learned anything about USC is that that defense has gotten better. Uh, First time being exposed was to a Utah team that runs the football really well. Arizona doesn't really rely on that. They try to throw the ball around the yard a little bit more. Uh, So what you're going to see is – a team that lost in Salt Lake City to a good Utah team, had a rest week, get ready to rock and roll, knowing they can't lose again in the Pac-12 if they won't have a chance to win it. So they're going to go down to Tucson. They're going to handle business. Uh, and, you know, I think I want this before 16, so 15 and a half is where you want that. Uh, and I think they I think they win this game by 20. Uh, so we'll take that Trojans there. And I haven't really been on this train yet, so I'm hoping Reese's Trojans are nice to me this weekend. They're five and two against the spread this year, man. That's why I like them. I mean, you also see that the Arizona has a negative five turnover differential when U.S. is the best one at plus fourteen in the country, and Arizona gives up over three thirty yards per game in the year. So I think Caleb's going to have himself a day. Um, so I like that one too, Jordan. Beautiful. Back to Shafe. Okay, uh, I'm going to do another one. I'm going to take the Cox minus three and a half at home against. Their other Colombian native, uh, the Missouri Tigers. I just think that they've rattled off four in a row. Uh, their wins haven't been pretty by any means, but to pull off wins in Lexington and against the struggling AM team, it means something. I don't think we're going to be surprised by what we see out of Missouri. Um, they don't present a ton on offense. Uh, South Carolina doesn't by any means, but what they do super well on defense is they get a lot of takeaways. I think that you can force this Missouri to, to, ah, this Missouri team to turn the ball over on the road, just capitalize what you can on that short field, and win by three and a half points. So, Love it. Okay, I'm going to go to a game that I think somebody else might have. I'm going to take Syracuse minus the two and a half at home against Notre Dame. Um, everybody's on it. Everybody's on it or what? Oh, to talk about no, it, right? no. You go I, ahead. I have nothing other than I think this line is made to scare people. Uh, I'm not bought in on Notre Dame. I don't think they're very good. So, JP. I've hit the agree button. Uh, the agree button. This line, I've seen too many Syracuse lines that are like, what the fuck is this? So, we're going to side with Vegas here. Uh, I do think there are reasons why they are favored, right? Syracuse plays good defense. They have the ability to turn people over, as we saw with Clemson last week. And the two quarterbacks they played last week at Clemson, South Carolina, are better than Drew Pine. Uh, teams struggle when they go in there and try to play offense. Notre Dame has gotten better, but they are still a little about a year or two away from being where they want to be. There are situations where you look at it, and I think Notre Dame's getting around like 140 yards a game on the ground. Sean Tucker didn't get a lot of action last week. I don't know if you guys watched the game completely to that. He only had, what, five or six carries? That is going they to change. They didn't, they didn't feed him the ball much. They tried to use him on the pass game. Dino, Dino is going to feed this kid back home 
in front of a crowd that probably doesn't like Notre Dame. They're, I just think they're a better team. It's going to be oh, yeah, ugly. No. It's going to be low scored. It's going to be grinded out football. It's going to be two really good defenses against two offenses that could be better. It's going to be a slugfest, but I taking the orange at home in the dome. We I think we're going to be hashtag pleased. Fuck it. Hashtag pleased. Uh, Reese, do you have any additional points to that bet? Uh, we just like the Irish a lot in upstate New York, so – Hammered. Not sure if I'm going to go to this game yet or not because I have to work Friday night from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. And this is a noon kickoff, so we're not sure if we're going to stuff that one out yet, but I would like to go to it. Um, I mean, the Orange are one of the best teams against the spread this year, too. They're 6-1. and one. Um, And, I mean, I mean, I, I, did you guys watch the game last week? I mean, I watched it yes. beginning to end, and it was – I mean, the first half, Garrett looked so good. He was forcing – I mean, had good throws. He was like – I think, uh, would you say JP there tonight when we were playing Fortnite? You're like, you got to be a Johnny Menzel there. Like, yeah, he just extending he plays. Be, like, yeah, he was either going to have a day. What I said was, is he's either going to have a day where he looks like Johnny Menzel making plays that you're like, how the hell did that happen? Or he is going to be, mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing at all times? Uh, and back to your point, Reese. He was making, he just like, he keeps plays alive. And if it's a third and five, and there is, if it's a whatever, and there's a spy on him. He's gonna find a way to get get that first down. He ran for um, a touchdown into the first half, and I mean, four turnovers. We go into the half up twenty-one ten, and then you had two, two two turnovers in the first half, and then DJ gifted you another one in the second half. And we got a, I think the last one was on a fumble. Oh, we had an opportunity to extend a lead, get a field goal, do something, just any sort of points to add on to that at the end. And just couldn't find a way to get it going. Grand Clemson's defense made adjustments. There's a reason why they're Clemson. Or why the reason they are Clemson. Their coaches did really well adjusting and keeping a spy on Garrett um, in the second half, not letting him, you know, get those little scrambles and things like that. Um, and then defense just they couldn't do it. I mean, you're going to give that offense that much. That many opportunities with the ball. And Will Shepley is one of the, one of the best running backs in the country. And then they also made the decision to switch up their quarterbacks. Um, because DJ was having a bad day, and that's just kind of the spark they got. Um, but yeah, it was tough to watch. But I mean, the spread was fourteen. I don't know why the hell I didn't think Clemson or I mean uh, Syracuse was going to cover that. The last three games with them, even when they were bad, the closest game was like by mm-hmm. four points. I want to say so. Okay, let's go back to Schaefer for another play. Yep, just going to close my eyes, pull the trigger here. We're going to go Cincinnati on the road. This game is a pick'em. Uh, the last couple of games, they've not covered the number. Uh, they were too close with USF, um, only winning by four. And then they got out of Dallas last week with a two-point win against SMU. Um, but this is this is just like last year, really, if, if you look at the schedule. I mean, how many times last year did this Cincinnati team just kind of sluggishly get through games in the American Conference? Uh, the one thing that travels is defense, and this team ranks in the top 30 in a lot of statistical categories. I think it's going to travel down south, um, and I think that this team is just going to come out with a win. The number is where it should be. I do think it's a toss-up because of the way that Cincinnati's been playing uh, recently in conference play, but I think that this team is still the best team in the conference, and in order to do so, they just got to win on Saturday. So give me the Bearcats. Love it. Okay, for my next play, I am going to take an ACC game. I'm going to take Wake Forest and Louisville over 62.5 points. I just think this Louisville defense 
isn't going to be able to hold that Wake Forest offense very well. I don't I have, I have no clue who's going to win this game because Louisville shows flashes still. They, sh- they show flashes of being a really good football team. Wake Forest, I mean, it feels like their season's lost. Um, they're still a 6-1 team, um, 10 in the country, but you also have to look at the fact that nobody's really going to be following this. I just think there's going to be a shitload of points. So give me over 62.5 Wake Forest and Louisville. JP. Hmm. Yeah, this Joel. one I have kind of depends on how the week goes for a lot of reasons. Uh, the Pokes travel to Manhattan and a team that I like betting on with Kansas State. But are you going to get Adrian Martinez? Are you going to get Will Howard? Uh, there's a lot of quarterback issues, not issues, injury issues in Manhattan. We just want to f- figure out what that situation is. Uh, Spencer Sanders was banged up. During the week last week, it was rumored he may not play. Plays, goes off, they beat Texas. If you're going to see a team that put up 34 points a game throughout this year, at least 34 for Oklahoma State, can a Will Howard, even second string, let's say they get Will Howard, can that team hang with 34, 40 points a game? Or are they going to have to play at Kansas State's tempo? Uh, So I do think I lean Oklahoma State here. Uh, I do like Oklahoma State. I think there's more upside to back a team that is you know is going to score than a team with you don't know who's playing quarterback uh are they going to be they're probably pretty defeated after last week i mean that's tough right you're kind of team on low team on high uh both need to win football games and they need to win them now or they won't have a chance at the conference so i lean pokes here uh very close to making a play i just want to make sure what the quarterback situation is in manhattan beforehand Respect. Go Pokes. All right, let's go to Reese. Um, last one I have, betting on a team that they're not the best against the spread this year, but on weeks that I've taken them, they've been doing well for me. Uh, North Carolina at home by three and a half against Pittsburgh. Um, over under this game is already at 64 and a half, so they're expecting a shit ton of points, and this UNC offense just can provide it. May is just an absolute sub, man. I don't know if his like touchdown interception ratio this year, twenty-four to three. Maine just does not turn the ball over, and Keaton Slovis is just dude that Pitt was hoping that he was going to be. He his touchdown interception ratio is is five touchdowns, five interceptions. He threw two against Louisville last week. They're coming off loss to the Louisville team. So like we said, he's been spotty all year. Uh, North Carolina just every week when I look at this, it's just can this can the opposing team's offense keep up with the North Carolina offense? And I just don't see this team being able to do so. Um, and North Carolina is just going to be able to, especially at home, uh, just find a way to continue to put up points. And May just going to keep doing his thing. So for UNC to not win by more than four, I think is it's very easy for them to do. So I like North Carolina at home. Love it. Okay, back to Jake. All right. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to stir up a pot with this pick, but I just. I could not believe this number when it came out, um, and I think I'm going to pull the trigger and do it. I'm going to take Northwestern on the road. I see 10 and a half, 11. Um, I really don't want to mess with anything lower than that. Uh, it just – I saw that too. That's a lot this of points. Game, That's a lot this of game's gross. It's gross. And I just don't understand how you have an over-under set as low as you do, but you're giving yes. the underdog double digits. Um. I don't know Isn't if that's a factor. Of, yeah, it's it's it was way that's lower crazy. than that when it started the week. Um, 
I could see this losing. I could see Padilla getting the start, kind of giving Iowa the energy it needs, and my bet's as bad as it is. But um, I haven't really heard anything, and for that, I, I'm hoping that drama kind of – sorry, Jordan, just kind of sticks around to where they can come into Kinnick and fight. You know, last week they showed some fight in Maryland. This this team's not dead. Pat Fitzgerald it knows what the opportunity presents itself on Saturday, and I think he's going to have his team ready to play as hard as they possibly can, um, knowing that looking kind of looking at their schedule, this is they got some tough games, tough sledding the rest of the way. This is kind of their last opportunity to possibly get a win. So I need 11 on the road. Love it. Okay, let's go. JP, what's your thoughts on that? I didn't hear any comments back to him. Do you think that's yeah, crazy bad? Or? I can't. What am I supposed to say? You're wrong. It's kind of like my K State. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like K State when you picked him a couple of weeks ago. It's like, how do I argue that? I mean, like, where's the argument? What am I supposed? What am I supposed to say? Like, I there's <laughs> nothing to say. They're a bad football team. All right, all right. I'll, I'll move Fair to enough. my next. Fair enough. Uh, moving to my next play, final play for me. I'm going to take UCLA minus nine and a half in the first half against Stanford. Um, I think. I mean, you look at UCLA; they're coming off a bad loss. At Oregon, it's a tough place to play. It was shitty weather. They just, it really, they weren't in that game the entire time. They need a huge bounce back week to reestablish themselves as a team in the national eye. Um, I think they do so against a very, very, very below average Stanford team. Um, and I think they at least lead by 10 at the break. I think it could be a 14 to 3 game or a 21 to, I mean, I, I, I don't know how many points they're going to put up. I don't think Stanford's like the worst team in the world, but I think they at least lead by 10 at half. I trust in that offense. I still think that UCLA offense has life. I'll take that. 35-7, Bruins at half. Love it. I love that. That will work. I'll take that. Uh, JP. Sounds like a winner. Uh, I don't have anything else uh, after we discussed my Q's pick. That was my other one. I am studying this Oklahoma Ohio Iowa State game hard. Uh, I don't. Why? Know Why remember. do you want any part of that? I don't know. I it just <laughs> seems like take the home team right here and just. I kind of like the over. That's what I was. I was thinking. Oh, the, one, the one time, what he said. Nothing. Parchy said a pick, and I, I'm going against him. No, no, no. I said I kind of like the over. I don't have it. Sounds like you're taking it. Do you, have the under, do you have the under in that game? Frozen. Oh. Reese, do you have the under in that Iowa State game? I think you. But what? Do you have the under in that? I'm looking at the under. Interesting. I think Look somewhere else. Yeah. I'm almost yeah. leaning. I'm almost leaning with Parks. Yeah. Honestly. Dude, I think Oklahoma's offense. Oklahoma's going to score points. Iowa State's not going to score points. I think I – well mm, – I mean, uh, if I was to did, score points this weekend, if they did. If they play the way they did in Austin. I don't see this. I think, don't I see think, this, I this think team it's going to be a 30. decent game. I think it could be like 30, 31 to 20 or something like that. I just don't so see you guys putting under. up like, I don't see you guys. If Oklahoma puts up 40, that's going to be scared. They're not Oklahoma putting puts 40. up 30. I don't see you guys putting God, up 30. I would fucking. Sixty-seven forty-five. Iowa under State wins. Five and one in cycles. Last six games. Oh man! Under is, we need a win. Under is, we need a fucking win. Bad. We need a win. Bad. Team with the winning winning road record. 
Sounds like the over is due. What's going I, on here? We're frozen. This sucks. I also like the idea. I thought it was of... just me. What? What are you You're doing? Yeah, Reese, what are you, yeah, what are you talking about? Reese? He's like a couple of minutes behind, I think. <laughs> I don't, he keeps like cutting us off by just saying random <laughs> shit. <laughs> Wait, see, see, see how far oh, or long it sorry, takes. Sorry, I apologize. Parksy and JP, I can't see right now on Riverside. Like They're just not loading for me. <laughs> I apologize. Come out, boys. <laughs> I'm gonna reload. I'm gonna come back in. Seconds. <laughs> I'm in my It's fine. Uh, Any more leans or games we need to touch on? Schaefer, are you yeah, out of picks? I got one more. No, okay, I, got, go ahead, I got one more. One more spread. I'm gonna take up oh, recently. Lean Ohio State. I am going to take the primetime game. Give me the Wolverines at home. I just think, man, this this Mel Tucker defense, this Mel Tucker team is bad, but this defense is even worse. Um, and I've seen what Blake Corum's done to some pretty good uh, defenses in Penn State and Iowa. And Michigan State is the exact opposite of what they present. They give up 400 yards a game. That ranks in the top, uh, bottom 100 in the country. And, man, they're, they're pretty bad on offense as well. Uh, I just think that Michigan could just control the entire game, just feed it to Corum, um, and just – let Peyton Thorne throw two or three picks against his defense. And yeah, this game could be over quickly. I don't usually take spreads this big, especially in a conference game, but I think this could get ugly. How bad do you feel if you're Michigan State? How bad do you feel if you're Michigan State and you just signed a contract like they did last year? And this is the product they're putting on the field. I thought it was, I jumped to conclusions last year, but. Somebody, somebody else did that. So people, people like shiny bright new things. Who did that? Um, somebody's team gave their coach an extension to like 2029 last year. That's so much different. They didn't spend. They didn't spend the money that much money. But uh, for 24 years. Yeah. But they also they gave a 67 year old man a contract until 2029. Nobody said Bart was smart. (laughs) <laughs> well, we mm-hmm. just said who would do that, and I was like, "Well, somebody's." Well, team it's would. not nine years, ninety million. Yeah, I know. The but I mean, his buyout's not million uh, dollars. It's not small either. No, but it's half of that. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I was just similar. All right, any yeah, more games to touch on? Talk about uh, any more? State might run right through Penn State. Uh, if Penn State's not ready to go and can't reset themselves, there's going to be some not very happy people in Happy Valley. So check out that one. I unhappy think that's 15 Valley. and a half. Unhappy Valley. Great point, Reese. Like that's just that's a team that been there before. <laughs> if they can't run the football, they are going to have a trouble against a very much improved Ohio State defense because they're going to tuck their ears back and they're going to get after Sean Clifford. And if Sean Clifford has to win you a football game, I'm not sure he can do that. So watch out for that one. Love it. Okay. Closing remarks. This is the end. We have reached the end of episode 11. Uh, I'll let, yes, Reese, you have a closing remark or would you like to pick this up? Did, 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 sorry, it was cutting out before. So I didn't hear you or JP before. So I apologize for interrupting. If I interrupted, did anybody <laughs> decide if they're taking the over? Cause if they take, I'm not, I was leaning the under, but if somebody takes the over, I'll take the under. No, thank you. 
I'm just gonna drink and watch. I'll be. I'm yeah, good. I don't want. I'm what are you gonna drink, Shafe? High noon. Um, it's gonna be Saturday morning. Me and me and Tyrone talked about getting some mimosas and drinking ourselves to death. Uh, my watching both and my our mimosas. teams just compete. Who, Suz, who's mimosas. worse? <laughs> Suz. All right, uh, I'll let Jacob pick the song since he's bouncing back. Um, Tom Petty, man, let's. No, I was gonna say something. I was gonna say like Joker and the Thief for like something Halloween related, but I don't know if that's that's a great pick or not. Parky loves that pick. That's got that's got corn husker. Ain't no rest for the wicked because there ain't no rest for the wicked. Oh, that Halloween. I I said. Neither one of them are Halloween, always makes but I'm saying. Stretch out of anything. Bro, I said it's <laughs> not a Halloween wicked song. Better. What the fuck does that mean? I'm just gonna roll He's with Joker in the thief. He's done resting. Uh, okay. That was the messiest song choice ever. I love it. Let's move on from it and wrap this up. So. We appreciate you joining us. It's been fun as always. If you're new here, come on back. We love to interact with you. So tweet at us. We'll go back and forth with you all day. Especially that. Did you guys see really quick? Did you guys see that lady that responded to us that she is a big fan of that Texas wide receiver because he celebrated with Bevo? Did you guys see that? Yeah. <laughs> Whittington, he's a loser. Yeah, I tagged Ace. I tagged the ASPCA, and I was like, "We do indeed love animals." That is very true. <laughs> shout out, shout out, shout out, Babs in South Carolina. We love you, Babs. Um, Love you, Bab. Appreciate you joining us. Keep doing good. <laughs> appreciate you joining us. We'll see you next time.
the night.